0: In the name of Jesus, Amen. May you be seated. Dear Saints, each year for Holy Saturday, uh, the Easter uh, of vigil, uh, I've prayed uh, or I've preached about Christ's descent into hell from First uh, Peter chapter 3. Uh, today, however, I want to preach on a parable, which is sort of uh, different. And it's a parable that I think finds its fulfillment while Jesus is lifeless in the tomb this very night. And I want this parable to be the chief thing on your mind as we begin the Easter season. And the parable that we're going to consider is from Matthew chapter 13. Here Jesus says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. And this is the truth, that the kingdom of God is our treasure. It is the most valuable and costly thing in the world. It is something that money cannot buy And that the riches and glory of this world will pale in comparison with that treasure. If I were to give you a billion dollars tonight, it would be a far less, lesser gift than the forgiveness of sins. What you have here tonight, this gospel that the Lord of heaven and earth, the Lord of life, the author of life is laying in the tomb for your sake for your salvation this gospel this baptism and this lord's supper is worth more than all the silver and the gold in this world and true christians know this in fact our dear christian brothers and sisters throughout all time and even around the world today have given up and are still giving up their lives unto persecution because they would rather die than ever live without this gospel. They would rather give up their breath than give up the Word of God. They would rather lose this entire world and everything in it their own body and their life, their own family than ever live a moment without the Lord. And they don't con- count the cost. Of following Jesus. They simply do it because he is their treasure. They love him and they know that there is nothing more important or beautiful or precious than the Lord himself. He is their treasure. This is how Hebrews 11, chapter 11 puts it. It says, you had compassion on those in prison and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. And we who are still alive, who haven't had to give up our lives yet for the gospel, you here tonight would do the same thing. If our enemies barged in the doors right now with guns to our heads and said, renounce God or die, then we would then simply sing the Numptimittis and say, Lord, now us thou thy servant depart in peace, Your word has been fulfilled. And we would die in peace. With our life fulfilled. Knowing that the only things that their weapons could ever do to us. Is drive us more quickly into the arms of our dear father in heaven. Now this is all true. The kingdom of God is our treasure. However. The parable says, when a man found it, he hid it again and then in joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. And there is a problem here. Because even the precious blood of those bold and courageous and intrepid martyrs could never afford this gospel or the kingdom of heaven. Even if we were to sell all we had, even if we were to give our lives for the gospel, if we were to open up our veins and drop and pour our soul out for the kingdom of God, we still couldn't afford it. It's far too valuable of a treasure, something that we could never meet the expense of. So, even if you were to seclude yourself from the world, sell everything you had, devote yourself to amending your ways and living a life of perfect good works from this night forward, even if you gave every drop of sweat and blood to this end, you and I and every person in the world would still fall short of this treasure because our blood is not enough, it is too sinful. To attain this. And that is the point. Because this parable is not about what you have done or could do for Jesus. This parable is about what Jesus has done for you. The world is that field. And you are that treasure. And Jesus is that man. When the Lord looked down upon the field of this world, he found you. And he considered you his treasure. He considered you to be the most beautiful and valuable and wonderful and lovely thing he ever laid his eyes on. And that man, your Lord, in joy, sold everything. He sold everything he had in order to get you. And he rescued you from sin and death and from the power of the devil. And he purchased you not with gold or silver but with his holy, precious, and innocent blood, that you may be his own. He gave every drop of sweat, performed every good work, spoke every loving word, endured all bitterness and shame, endured the pain of the cross, and emptied himself entirely till there was nothing left inside of him. All of the water and blood poured out of his side. For what? For you." And tonight we see that the one who is in the tomb is the one who gave all he had for you. He is the one who kept nothing for himself, but joyfully and gladly gave it all. And he would do it again if he had to. And dear saints, this is what the Lord thinks of you. This is how much you mean to him. This is how he considers you and sees you in his eyes, a treasure, That is more valuable than his own life. And that, dear Zion, is our treasure. Those words, that gospel is indeed worth more than the entire world. And for it, we would gladly suffer all, even death rather than fall away. God be praised for the precious and holy gospel. That the one you are willing to give your life up for is the one who gave his life up for you already. Who did it first. The one you love is the one who loved you first. And God be praised that he has revealed to you the deepest abyss of his fatherly heart. And so this means that you will never have to sit and wonder what God thinks of you. Or imagine how he sees you. Not today, not tomorrow, not now, not ever. Not even on your worst day. You look at the tomb of Jesus and you see that the Lord himself gave everything for you. And when you doubt his love for you, when you feel too sinful and guilty, when the devil throws your sins in your face and tempts you to despair, you turn your eyes away from your heart. You look at the lifeless body of Jesus on the cross and there you will see the one who held nothing back for your sake. And you'll see how much the Lord loved you and how he adores you. How there's nothing that he wouldn't go through to have you. So God bless you this Easter Eve, and may God continue to strengthen and increase your faith in him until the day you see him face to face. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.